Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Sherlock Gnomes in today's statistics episode. Time constraints uh, this week have forced me to reorganize the order of the episodes I'm putting out. Uh, So this was supposed to be Wednesday's episode. I'm releasing it today because it's a lot easier to record a statistics episode than a review episode. And so Wednesday will be a review episode. Um, At the moment, it's likely going to be for Pacific Rim. And uh, right now, the schedule looks like Friday's episode is going to be a review for Unsane, which I have not yet seen. So, hence the further date. But uh, today is a, a statistics episode for Sherlock Gnomes. Pretty sizable, solid cast. Uh, a lot of them don't get a lot to do and are just kind of carryovers from the first film, which came out forever ago. But that doesn't make it any less relevant to their filmographies. So, Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, it's It's okay. No, it's not. It's kind of bad. It's pretty bad. It's not awful, but it's significantly worse. I mean, if you didn't like the first one, you will definitely not like this one. And I liked the first one, and I really didn't like this one. So I guess that kind of tells you most of what you need to know. I watched it on March 3rd, 2018, and I clocked it at 79 minutes. So if you don't like it, it's very, very short, so it's not going to kill you. But it's just there's not there's not much going on. It doesn't have a lot to do. It doesn't take any real risks given what happened in the first movie, and it doesn't really improve on the novelty of gnomes. It's a 2018 film, and my brief summary is garden gnomes are going missing, and only the greatest detective can save them. It's true. He is the greatest detective. I rated it a 28. And it has a 19 on Rotten Tomatoes at the last time I checked. Uh, At a 28, that puts it one spot behind Every Day, which is the YA movie about the person that wakes up in a different body every day. And one spot ahead of Den of Thieves, the Master Criminals Plan to Rob the Federal Reserve movie thing with uh, Gerard Butler. So good company, if you can call it that. Uh, it's also part of the Gnomes franchise now, which is only the, has two films, uh, Gnomeo and Juliet and Sherlock Gnomes. Sherlock Gnomes is the weaker of the two films, and the average rating of the two films combined is 45, which puts it on par with the Predator franchise for me, uh, the Sin City franchise, Cinderella, Miss Congeniality, um, and such. It's, a be- it's ahead of the Saw franchise. Or the Mummy, only the Brendan Fraser Mummy, and I've only seen two of them. So, yeah, uh, Jack Reacher, and the Cars franchise. So you know, great company, not really. Also, also awesome. Anyway, uh, also moving on to the director. The director of Sherlock Gnomes is John Stevenson. This is the second film that he is credited for as a director right now, and it drops his average film rating to a 57 even. It is his only film rated below an 80, and his worst film. 
uh, coming up behind Kung Fu Panda. He directed the first Kung Fu Panda. Uh, it, it drops his value to a 0.5 and his score to a 29 even, ranking him 855th overall. He is tied with the directors Andrew Fleming, Richard Rich, Rob Letterman, Roland Emmerich, um, and Roar Uthaug. Roar Uthaug, who directed Tomb Raider this year. Uh, you've got Rob Letterman, who directed the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black, as well as Monsters vs. Aliens. Richard Rich directed The Fox and the Hound, and Andrew Fleming directed The Craft, and Dick, and others. Uh, moving on to the writers. So there are four writers that are carried over from Nomeo and Juliet. Those are Andy Riley, Emily Cook, Kathy Greenberg, and Kevin Cecil. Uh, they are all only credited for Nomeo and Juliet and Sherlock Gnomes. So those are two films with an average rating of 45, uh, one film rated in the 25-49 range, which is Sherlock Gnomes, their worst film that they are credited for. They've dropped their value to a 0.5, and, or negative 0.5, sorry, and their score is to 22. They are ranked 3,106th, along with Vin Diesel, who is a writer for a, I believe it's a short film called Multifacial, um, as well as Arthur Sheikman, who directed Wonder Man, which is an older movie, and Boz Yakin, who, direct, who not directed, wrote, who wrote the first Now You See Me, as well as Dirty Dancing, colon, Havana Nights. Uh, that puts them collectively behind John DiMaggio and others who wrote I Know That Voice, and a bunch of other things, and puts them one spot ahead of M. Night Shyamalan, who, who wrote Split and The Visit and Sixth Sense and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but also, the only new writer added to the Sherlock Gnomes movie that wasn't previously on here is Ben Zazove. I made it. Or Zazov? Zazove? Um, his average film rating is 28. He only has one film credit. It's Sherlock Gnomes, which uh, gives him a value of negative 1 and a score of 8.33, ranking him 5,115th overall. Tied with. Um, let's see what I recognize here. Also, in line with things like uh, Jumper, Honey Blew Up, I Blew Up the Kid, The Good German, uh, Gold with Matthew McConaughey, The Dictator, Baywatch, Barely Lethal, eh, a lot of stuff. Uh, puts him behind Ben Zazove, puts him behind people like Adam Kozad from Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, and The Legend of Tarzan. Or Brett Easton Ellis from Less Than Zero and The Rules of Attraction puts him ahead of um, Joe Esterhaas from Flashdance and Showgirls. So, you know, that old thing. And those are all the writers. And so, moving on to actors, which is, in my opinion, like the the main event of this sort of thing. There are 14 acting credits to go around. The first belongs to Maggie Smith, uh, who plays Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter. Sherlock Gnomes, this is their her 23rd film credit and drops her average film rating to a 66.61. It's her third film rated between 25 and 49 and her 23rd or worst movie 
overall, coming in just behind Becoming Jane. It drops her film value to a 14.5 and her score to a 75.78. She is now ranked 62nd overall. I believe she fell out of the top, fell out of the top 50 uh, due to this one. She is now ranked behind uh, Jennifer Jason Lee and ahead of Julie Walters, which is in and of itself uh, interesting because Julie Walters is also in Sherlock Gnomes. This is her 21st film credit and drops her average film rating to a 68.19. It is her third film, rated between 25 and 49, and her 20th movie, rated ranked uh, 20th movie overall, just ahead of The Legend of Mordu and behind Becoming Jane, which she was in with Maggie Smith. It drops her film value to a 13.5 and her score to a 75.76, so two hundredths of a point difference between Maggie Smith and Julie Walters. It puts her right behind Maggie Smith and ahead of Matt Damon. So I think Maggie Smith and Julie Walters both fell, let's see, a 25 to 49 film drops them a whole point. So that would put them just inside the top 50 before Sherlock Gnomes. So pretty big movement there. Next uh, is James McAvoy, the voice of Gnomeo. This is his 23rd film credit and drops his average film rating to a 63.74. It is his fifth film rated between 25 and 49 and 21st best movie overall just ahead of x-men colon apocalypse just behind like the last two people becoming jane who'd have thunk it drops his value to an 11.5 and his score to a 70.14 he's ranked 150th overall just behind chris ellis and just ahead of mark margolis chris ellis you may recognize from the dark knight rises my cousin Vinny. October Sky and Catch Me If You Can. Mark Margolis was in Diner, The Wrestler, Gone Baby Gone, Scarface, Black Swan, uh, Ace Ventura, Noah. A lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff. Next up is the voice of Juliet, Emily Blunt. This is her 30th film credit on my spreadsheet and drops her average film rating to a 59.63. It is her fifth film rated between 25 and 49 and 24th best movie overall ahead of Wind Chill and behind Irresistible. It drops her value to an 8.5 and her score to a 64.41. She is ranked 319th just behind Tom Felton who is Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter, and just ahead of Noah Emmerich, who is most recognizably from, let's say, uh, The Truman Show, perhaps. He was in Super 8 and Warrior as well. Next is Johnny Depp. This is his 49th film credit on my spreadsheet. It drops his average film rating to a 57.33. It is his 10th film, ranked rated between 25 and 49, and 42nd best movie overall, just ahead of The Libertine and just behind The Lone Ranger. It drops his value to an 8.5 and his score to a 63.58. He is ranked 363rd overall, one spot behind Marcel Dalio, who is a French actor from... A lot of French films, but also including Casablanca, How to Steal a Million, 
Sabrina, Grand Illusion, The Song of Bernadette, To Have and Have Not, and puts Giant Up just ahead of David Thewlis from Harry Potter as well. He is Professor Lupin, Remus Lupin. He's also in Anomalisa, James and the Giant Peach, The Big Lebowski, and he is the ultimate villain of Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. Uh, side note, Johnny Depp, currently ranked 363rd, used to be in the top 10. Top 10. Pretty hard fall from grace there. Next is Michael Caine. This is his 35th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 58.17. It is his fifth film rated between 25 and 49 and 28th movie overall, just ahead of Now You See Me 2, just behind Bewitched. This is eight. Uh, his va- drops his value to an 8 and his score to a 63.03. He is now ranked 395th overall. One spot behind Martin Scorsese as an actor, and one spot ahead of Tom Hiddleston, Loki from Avengers. Uh, Martin Scorsese, mostly in movies as himself, documentaries and such, but also as his own role in Taxi Driver and Quiz Show, as well as Raging Bull. Uh, he is a voice in Shark Tale and other movies. Michael Caine. Next is Ashley Jensen. This is her seventh film credit and drops her average film rating to a 71.57. It is her only bad film whatsoever and ranks behind Nomeo and Juliet. She has also been in The Lobster, Tristram, Tristram Shandy, colon, A Cock and Bull Story, a voice in Arthur Christmas and the Pirates, exclamation point, Band of Misfits. It drops her film value to a 6.5 and her score to a 62.17, ranking her 428th overall, tied with Diego Luna from uh, Rogue One, colon, A Star Wars Story. Uh, one spot behind, Leo G. Carroll, who was in Rebecca, North by Northwest, and Strangers on a Train. And one spot ahead of... Marianne Cotillard from Inception, her Oscar-nominated performance in Today's One Night, and her Oscar-winning performance in La Vie en Rose, among others. Next is Chiwetel Ejiofor. He is the voice of Watson in the movie. This is his 17th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 59.71. He is now... Uh, this is his third film, rated between 25 and 49, and his 15th best movie overall, just behind 2012, and just ahead of Red Nose Day Actually, which is a short film uh, modeled after Love Actually, featuring mostly the same cast. It drops his value to a 3.5 and his score to a 56.92, ranking him 772nd overall, one spot behind Aurora Clement, who was in Apocalypse Now, a Bigger Splash, Paris, Texas, and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and Ejiofor is one spot ahead of Ken Leung, who was in The Squid and the Whale, The Force Awakens, Inside Man, with Ejiofor's, in fact, uh, Saw, X-Men The Last Stand, and AI Artificial Intelligence. Next is Dexter Fletcher. He voices one of the gargoyles in the movie. This is his 13th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 57.54. It is his only film rated between 25 and 49 and his 11th best movie overall. 
coming in ahead of the Rachel Papers and coming in behind Jack Falls. He has a he now has a value of 1.5 and a score of 51.37, ranking him 1,259th overall. Right behind Leslie Phillips, known for Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Out of Africa, Empire of the Sun, and a voice in Harry Potter. Uh, I believe he's the voice of the Sorting Hat, actually. And Dexter Fletcher is one spot ahead of Aaron Dark from Still Alice, Love and Mercy, Kill Your Darlings, Thank You for Your Service, and Don't Think Twice. Next is Matt Lucas. This is his 10th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 56.10. It is his second film, rated between 25 and 49, and eighth best movie overall, coming in ahead of In Secret and behind Alice Through the Looking Glass. It drops his value to a 0.5 and his score to a 47.25. He is ranked 1,697th overall, tied with um, best-known Spider-Man Tobey Maguire, uh, John Hamilton from The Maltese Falcon, Margaret Mann from Gone with the Wind. Uh, puts him one spot behind Natasha Leone from Hello, My Name is Doris, Slums of Beverly Hills, Sipping with Other People, or perhaps um, the Netflix show Orange is the New Black. And puts him one spot ahead of Joanna Scanlon, who was in Tulip Fever. Stardust, Bridget Jones's Baby, and In the Loop. Next is James Hong, who is the voice of a salt shaker in Chinatown. This is his 17th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 52.12. It is his ninth film, rated between 25 and 49, and 14th movie overall. Coming in ahead of Kung Fu Panda, colon, Secrets of the Scroll, and behind The Day the Earth Stood Still. It drops his value to a negative 1.5 and his score to a 45.13, ranking him 1,971st overall, just behind Oscar nominee Mae Witty, nominated for Mrs. Miniver, and just ahead of Annalise Basso from Captain Fantastic, or Oculus, and also ahead of Sala Baker, who was in The Fellowship of the Rings and Iron Man 3. Next is Ozzy Osbourne, who voices the fawn, or the little deer, in the movie. This is his seventh film credit, and drops his average film rating to a 50.71. He, uh, it is his second film, rated between 25 and 49, and his sixth movie overall, coming in ahead of Austin Powers and Goldmember, and behind Little Nicky, in which he plays himself. He now has a film value of negative one, and a score of 38.44, tying him with Shannon Sosamon, who is in A Knight's Tale and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And he is behind Raven Simone from That's So Raven and ahead of Bill Smithrovich from Iron Man as well as Joe Beth Williams from Kramer vs. Kramer and Poltergeist. Next up is Stephen Merchant. This is his 12th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 40 even. It is his fourth film rating between 25 and 49 and his seventh best movie overall. Just ahead of Burke and Hare, just behind Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, colon, The Movie. 
it drops his value to a negative 8.5 and his score to a 25.79. He is ranked 3,864th overall, tied with Omar Benson Miller, known for Sorcerer's Apprentice and 8 Mile, and also tied with Rachel Lefevre, who is in Confessions of an Inner's Mind, White House Down, and two of the Twilight movies. He is one spot behind Kirsten Warren from 13 Going on 30 and Independence Day, and one spot ahead of a couple of people including Dylan O'Brien from The Maze Runner and Jake T. Austin, uh, mostly known for his voice roles in Rio and The Ant Bully and The Emoji Movie. Next is Mary J. Blige, now an Oscar nominee for her role in Mudbound. This is her fourth film credit that I've seen and drops her average film rating to a 38.25. It is her second film rated between 25 and 49 and her third best movie overall, coming in ahead of Black Nativity and behind Rock of Ages. Drops her value to a negative 3 and her score to a 22.5. She is now ranked 4,061st overall. Tied with other Oscar nominee, Anne-Margaret Olsen, nominated for her role in Tommy, and Alex Pettifer from Magic Mike, or Beastly, or Alex Ryder, colon, Operation Stormbreaker. She is one spot behind Kenan Thompson from Kenan and Cal, known for Big Fat Liar and The Mighty Ducks 2, D2, colon, The Mighty Ducks, and puts her just ahead of Jose Zuniga, who was in Constantine, and The Chaperone, and Twilight. A lot of Twilight people. And those are all the actors in Sherlock's Gnome, Sherlock Gnomes that are relevant to this discussion. Moving on to the genre. It is a 2018 film rated 28. It is an adventure film, dropping the average rating of those to 52.62. It is an animated film, dropping the average rating of those to 53.84. It is a comedy, dropping the average rating of those to 54.25. It is, an, it is a fantasy film. Dropping the average rating of those to 53.58. It is a mystery. Dropping the average rating of those to 55.58. It is also a romance. Dropping the average rating of those to 56.28. And it is a two on the Bechtel test. Uh, Mary J. Blige is and Emily Blunt's characters do discuss things that relate to uh, Sherlock Gnomes, the character. Um, I was trying to parse through that conversation to see if there was anything that didn't talk about gnomes, but not really. Um, I believe Marjorie J. Blige's character addresses Emily Blunt by saying something about the way she looks and the fact that she's a garden gnome and that being kind of uh, difficult because you can't really change your clothes the way a doll can. Mary J. Blige is the voice of one of the doll characters. But it's not like they talk about it, if I remember correctly. It's more that she makes that assessment and then they start talking about Sherlock Gnomes. Best of my recollection. It is a PG movie that does not factor into any top list by anybody ever. Currently not nominated for an Academy Award, but if the Boss Baby can be nominated, maybe Sherlock Gnomes can. Hope not. And it does not factor in to the Circle of Film Awards at this present time, and likely will not at all. The only category it really contended with was special effects, 
but it does not quite make it. And finally, the yearly statistics updated. It is the 39th film from 2018 that I've seen, and the 500, one of the 503 films I've seen this calendar year so far. It drops the average rating of films released in 2018 to 32.52, and drops their average tomato meter scored to a 42.53. As, um, let me see, let me see, let me see, hold on. In the genres of adventure animation comedy, okay. Um, as an adventure movie, it is the ninth adventure movie, the second animated movie, the tenth comedy from this year. It is the eighth fantasy film, the tenth mystery film, and ninth romance film from this year. Thrillers, uh, well, no, drama, still the edging out thriller as the favorite 18 to 17 right now. As a 2 on the Bechdel test, it is part of the 12.82% of films this year with a 2, and is the 6th PG-rated film that I've seen from 2018. Whew. Um, yeah. Um, I guess I can also say it is the 871st adventure film, 985th animated film, 2,477th comedy that I've seen. It is the 693rd fantasy film, 783rd mystery, and 854th romance film. It is part of the current 7.5% of all films, rated at 2 on the Bechdel test, and the 380th PG film, as known by my spreadsheet. And finally, as a film rated 28, it is the 46th film on my spreadsheet to be rated a 28. Other films, films from last year that also received the same rating, would include three films, including Easy Living, Daddy's Home 2, and Baywatch. If we want to go back to 2016, you could also include Kung Fu Panda, Secrets of the Scroll, uh, Gold with Matthew McConaughey, and How to Be Single. Some of these we touched on during the writing segment and directing segment, but just for added clarity, I suppose. And that's pretty much all the statistics for Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, it like I said, if you look at my review on, on Letterboxd or saw my Twitter, my tweet about the movie, the only thing I, I particularly thought they did that was innovative was the way that they displayed the inner workings of Sherlock's mind. I thought that was neat. But outside of that, everything just was very predictable and incredibly, incredibly by the numbers and uninteresting. And that's coming from someone who liked the first one, so... There you have it. Uh, that's that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned for episodes later this week that should be reviews for Pacific Rim Uprising and Steven Soderbergh's Unsane. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you would like to write in or get in touch in any way, shape, or form, you can do that on Twitter at CircleFilm or email circlefilm at gmail.com or letterboxd letterboxd.com slash stranger s-t-r-a-n-g-a-h or you can check out the website circlefilm.com for all past episodes and things like that and you can also support the show uh, on patreon.com slash circlefilm thank you once again and as always have a week so long
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.